You're listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we attract and create healthy relationships by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun together. Good day, everyone. Kristen here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about how to stay centered during these weird times. I'm calling it weird times because I don't know about you guys, but I've never experienced a pandemic before, nor the upheaval and the change that's happening in the world with Black Lives Matter. Plus, the Supreme Court just passed a legislation that LB, I get this wrong, LGBTQ are now unable to be fired from jobs just because of their sexual orientation. That's a big hurrah. But what I'm finding is that there's a lot swirling in the world right now. And this started for me here back in Arizona. I want to say it was March. I can't really remember exactly. I'm not a person that really attaches to dates too much. But you know, we've all been quarantining. We've all been home. And for a person like myself, who's pretty centered and, you know, is very positive and looks at the bright side and searches for blessings in hard times, it's not been hard to keep myself lifted up. But what I noticed is that my little one, my 14-year-old, was starting to get pretty angry. Now, her anger is not, bless her heart, it's not anything that's crazy. It's more just a, I'm really angry right now. It, it, she expresses it in that kind of a way, thankfully. I don't have a you know, hardcore expressive anger child, which some people may, not judging that, but it's kind of nice that she's not like that. But you know, she's angry, and I thought about this. I thought, gosh, you know, this poor thing has been sequestered from her friends. Yes, she's got FaceTime. She's got phone calls. They have little group chats that they do. But let's be completely honest, everybody. That type of stuff does is not it's not even very it's not even a very close second to actually being in person with a person where you're literally sharing the same space and sharing the same energy and you know things come up because you're out in the world experiencing things you you're forming memories. We all know it's hard to be distanced from people we love. And so I thought about it. I thought, well, holy crap, what am I going to do? Because this child's already been out of school for, what, two and a half months, and now we're heading into the summer months, which she was so super excited about because this is her summer going into her freshman year of high school. And high school is a big deal for her, as it is for a lot of young adults. It's um, it's a time of change. It's a time of freedom. It's a time of exploration. It's a time of really getting to know yourself even better. And we hope that people are having this type of experience in high school. So she was really excited for that. But she started to get upset because of some people that she knows are really quarantining down pretty hard. And some people are not. And it's just she doesn't understand it because she's young. And we've talked about that and we talked about her understanding that everybody has to do this their own way. Sorry, that would be my cell phone. And that, you know, everybody has their own thinking and their own way of handling things and their own secret fears, or I don't mean secret, like they're trying to keep secrets. So private would be a better word. They have their, there are things that are privately going on inside of them. We all have this. 
And during this experience, this has really brought to light a lot of what who people are on the inside. And I don't mean like, are you bad or you're good? I mean, what is swirling around in your psyche on the day-to-day? Are you more afraid of things? Are you less afraid of things? Are you someone that is happier being home or this is really tough for you being home? Has it brought your family closer together? Has it really served to exemplify the parts of that are not going so great in your family? There are so many dynamics at play and that's why you hear me say often, I really do my best not to judge other people's experiences and opinions because we're all coming from different places. Now that was kind of a long intro to what I want to share with you guys today because I started thinking, how can I help my child? Yes, it's great to express anger and I understand, but I also know that her brain has been pretty stagnant. Even with the homeschooling, that doesn't take too long during the day. And yes, we have chores and cleaning cat boxes and we go on walks and whatnot, but sometimes that's just not enough for a kid. They need, they feel like they need more. They have a lot of energy. And this could be true for adults too. So even though I'm kind of talking about young people at this point, I really want to tell you guys that this is about us too as adults. So I started to think, how can I help her? What can I do? Because I can't take her here and there and she can't have all these friends hanging out with her all the time and you know the things that she really would want to see happen. And I thought, I just don't want her sitting home bored all summer and just, you know, social media frenzy. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can, and she's even getting tired of that stuff, you know? She's a TikToker and she, you know, when she was younger, she had a YouTube channel and she's got an Instagram page. One of her pages is an aesthetic page, which is about aesthetically pleasing videos, which she's got upwards of 95,000 people on that. So she's all into that stuff. However, that's even getting boring for her. And I thought, you know, what do I do when I need to center myself? What do I do when I need to calm myself? And I came up with a really, what I think is a fabulous plan. So I sat her down one day. Actually, I'm not sure if we were sitting or if we were, I I feel like we were driving somewhere. And I love to have conversations in the car with my loved ones because you're, you're in a space, it's quiet. It's just the two of you. And, you know, you're just driving and there's other things going on. So you're not face-to-face sometimes when there's, you know, things you need to discuss that might be a little bit um, more emotional for some people. So I sat down with her. I said, you know, baby, I came up with a plan. And I really want you to implement this plan because I think this is going to be very, very good for you. And she was wide open. She was listening, which she's, she's really great that way. I love that about her. And I said, I want to talk to you that every single day, I want you to implement something that is for your mind, something that is for your body, and something that is for your spirit. And I think she was a little shocked because I didn't say something like, I need you to read 10 books this summer, or I want you to write an essay every day or anything like that. And she said, okay, mom, well, what does that mean? So we discussed it further and I said, well, something for your mind means I would like you to bring something into your mind every day that is new knowledge that I want you to learn and stretch and grow and practice something. Just learn something. It could be learning a new skill with drawing. It could be 
uh, reading a book because she still needs to finish a book. I said, read your book for 20, 30, 40 minutes. Whatever it might be, something that actually stretches your mind that is not social media and is not hanging out in group chats. And she said, okay, I can do that. She was okay with that. And then I said, body, exercise. So I don't care what you do. I don't care if it means outside for an hour with our dog. We have a year and a half almost pup who is just sweet as can be and, you know, loves chasing the ball and playing with the Frisbee and getting in the pool. I said, I don't care if it's playing with him. We have a treadmill at home. You can walk on the treadmill or you could go with me to the gym. And we had just recently changed gyms to a, what I prefer, a better gym and with actually a smaller monthly payment. And I said, go to the gym with me and we'll exercise. And I told her all the benefits to exercise. I said, it, it gives you endorphins, which lifts your mood. It also burns fat, which is not good for our bodies. It increases our circulation, which gives us more energy. And increased circulation means our vital organs function better. So all the reasons that we all know that exercise works for us. But somehow, I want you to move your body every day, even if it's a YouTube video doing yoga, whatever it might be. And she agreed to that because she does like exercising and things. And then I said, and for your spirit, I want you to interact with God slash source slash universe, whatever you might call our superpower of divineness, whatever you want to use. I said, I want you to, to communicate with God every day. And you can do that via meditation, prayer, journaling, just doing something that is just you and God. I explained to her that when I was a child, I spent a lot of time alone. And during that time, when I was alone and felt like I wanted somebody with me, I would talk to God. And I think that's where my spiritual practice really started, was I started to see God as a companion. Now, at that point, at that age, it was more of a friend to me. Like I wasn't really thinking God in any sort of super spiritual way or religious way, any, anything like that. But I just knew there was this energy, this, this power that was greater than all of us and you know could see everything and know everything. And I really firmly believe, now looking back in hindsight, that talking to God like I did really helped ground me in tough times. It made me feel like I wasn't alone, and I feel like it brought, okay, how do I explain this? I'm trying to think quickly. I'm going to slow down my thinking here for a minute. It made me start to trust myself and divine messages that came my way because there would be that coincidental thing like, wow, I was just talking about this yesterday, or I just said I wanted this desire last week. It just really helped me, so I thought, you know, I want her to really start to get in touch with her source. Now, I don't judge people who have any sort of organized religion. Whatever works for you is fantastic. I don't personally subscribe to a specific organized religion, but I do want my children to have a connection with spirit, with their own spirit and with our source. So she went through the list of things that, she, that I've offered to her that she could do for her spirit, and she decided journal. Well, I had just cleaned out a drawer and found, it was actually one of my nightstands, and found I had like three or four empty journals in there. And I laid them out and I told her to pick one. And she picked a journal and I said, just write in it every day. Just write in it like you're talking to God. I said, talk about things that are bothering you. Talk about things that you want to see change. Talk about things that you're grateful for. 
talk about things that you want. Just open your heart. I said, I will never, and I promised her, pick up that journal and read it. Keep it someplace sacred. It is to you. And guess what? You don't even have to tell me what you wrote. All you have to do is come in and say, I wrote today. Now, my child, I don't know about you guys, but mine has an IEP and she's had a little bit of a learning disability. She had a vision skills issue, for lack of getting into great explanation about this, which means she could see 2020, but her eyes did not process information, is the best way I could say it. What she saw did not enter the brain in the way that a typical person does. So she had a little bit of disconnect when she was going through her kindergarten through eighth grade. It's getting so much better. But it, I just wanted her to not feel like she was going to be graded on this. And you guys know how journals are. We got to be private about these things. This is our personal thoughts with God. So I wanted her to really start to open up a relationship with God. I told her she could watch inform um, inspirational videos and to please, you know, find some people on TikTok or find some people on Instagram that made her feel good. Because we know with these eighth graders and... Pfft, most of us for most of our life until we start working on it we compare ourselves with all kinds of other people and especially at her young tender age and I wanted her to start filling herself with positive stuff now of course I'm an empowerment coach and a self-worth recovery coach so what do I do I you know say it every time I possibly can but you know sometimes kids don't always learn from us sometimes they have to learn from other people as well so I told her that's just go out there and do these things. So I'm taking the long way around to tell you guys that I can honestly tell you it was within 24 to 48 hours, her mood was shifted. She felt better about things. She felt better about life. She started processing these situations in a calmer way. She stopped being so angry. She wasn't so fearful about what's to come in the future because at that point, you know, we were not getting the tour of the high school with the whole big group. She was going to go to this camp for three days that you go every day for three days in the summer in July and they walk you through the school and you, you know, rah, rah, and you get cool things. You know, there was just a lot going on in her heart. Talking wasn't working. It just wasn't working. And I thought, okay, so the reason why I'm telling you guys this whole big long story, and I hope you're getting a lot from it already is that we as adults can do the exact same thing. When we every day dedicate ourselves to mind, body, and spirit, we will be naturally more centered to handle the ebb and flow of life, the peaks and the valleys of life. I've been to a place in my life before where if you have one spectrum out to the left and another one way out to the right, and then you've got that center in the middle, where I really just bobbed around in that center. I didn't have extreme highs. I didn't have extreme lows. And I just felt content and peaceful. Well, I got off my practices because I was content and peaceful. So isn't that what we do? Oh, I don't need this anymore. I didn't consciously say that. I just kind of started to work myself away from it not in any sort of conscious fashion. And then life started getting to me again and it started getting tough because this happened and that happened and the other thing happened. And I found myself having difficulty reaching that center again. So I reminded myself, mind, body, and spirit, Kristen, every single day, mind, body, and spirit. 
And depending on you know what my week look week looks like, what I have going on in a particular week, I pretty much do it every day. And if I don't, if I skip a day and I start to feel some kind of way about it, I really make it a priority to fit it into my day. And since it's something that is discussed within our family, only two family members that live with me now is my husband and my 14-year-old. They get it. They know when I got to go. I, I got to go meditate, you guys. Just, you know, let's have some quiet or don't come knocking on the door. Just give me some time. And they know now because that constant practice of me with meditation, I also realize that I don't talk to God enough. I'm trying to solve all the problems all by myself all the time. And when I don't do that, I suffer and struggle. But when I start remembering to take things to my higher powers, to my guides, guardians, and angels, to my deceased ancestors, when I start taking my problems to somebody else and not try to handle it from my feeble little human mind that can't possibly know everything, I always feel so much better. And the third thing I have to mention is the body, the exercising. I don't know. I just always feel better when I exercise. I've exercised my whole life. There was a period of time where a lot was going on. My parents were very sick and dying and it just yada yada, lots of stuff going on and it just wasn't a priority. And I noticed I I started to feel really tired. I was tired so much and I didn't want to get off the couch and I didn't want to go make dinner and I didn't want to do anything. Some of that was emotional too, but I noticed when the emotions started to to lighten up on me, I was still feeling that way. And I thought, okay, Kristen, you don't like feeling this way. And the first week back to the gym, back to consistent exercise, I was still tired for some reason. I think it's because I'm not an exercise expert, but I think it was because my body was tired. It wasn't used to exerting that type of energy, those muscles, the way it was. So I was a little bit tired, but darn it, if that second week, if I don't just, it is like I've been injected with some happy juice and some energetic juice because I'm just energetic. I don't feel like I need to take a nap during the day. I'm happy. My mood is stable. With that, I'm going to cut this short. I feel like I've gone on quite a bit here, but I just want to invite you guys if you're feeling kind of rocked off your your center, and what I'm noticing now that we are in, what are we in? It's June 17th of 2020 right now, that there's just, you know, this COVID thing is still going on, and people are kind of getting angry. There's a lot of upset, and then we added the, the Black Lives Matter movement that came into this, and other things that have happened, and people are just not very happy. And I know to be the change we want to see in the world that we need to change ourselves. So I'm working on me. I'm having my daughter work on her. My husband's working on him. And we're doing our part for ourselves so that we can show up better in the world. I want to disclaim, if you guys are thinking we're over here all kinds of perfect, it is not true. We still argue. We still get cranky when we're hungry. We still disagree about how to 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 train the dog okay we're humans we're a family we got the whole gig going on but I do know that when I'm centered and I'm working towards my mind body and spirit every day and it doesn't have to be a lot you guys even like the exercise could be three times a week whatever you can muster even if your exercise is 10 minutes a day do whatever you can to start with even if your prayer meditation is only in the shower or maybe just when you're driving or your mind you know what? You don't have time to read a book. I hear you. How about put on a podcast of something cool that you want to learn about 
or watch a National Geographic show about the castles in Germany. Whatever it takes for you, be creative. Take care of yourself during these really stressful and just completely weird times that frankly blindsided me. I mean, who thought in our lifetime something like this would happen? I'm super happy about the Black Lives Matter movement, but wow, this COVID thing really like, it's just shocking to me. Still kind of still, not in a bad way, just in a wow, this is this is weird times. So I hope you guys got a lot from this episode today and I super thank you for listening and I will see you next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.